so my experience of going to a strip club is a little bit like what it feels like with a social blind where it's like, <laughs> yeah like that's they're good. having a lap dance next to you yeah. and you're like where do i put my yeah. eyes like i can't <laughs> that's good True. what the hell yeah. are you doing like are you serious with this shit yeah. you're, and you're so embarrassed yeah. but like there. i love that I'm, I'm embarrassed for you <laughs> but we're not embarrassed no yeah that's totally true peak comedy watching social lines it's a big hormone enneagram I'm John Lukovich, 415, sexual self-prezzed, 458 traffic. I'm David Gray, self-prezzed sexual, 9 with one wing, 974 traffic. What up, it's Emika, I'm an 8 wing 7, sexual self-prezzed, with 854 fixes. Hi, I'm Nancy, I'm a 3 wing 4, self-prezzed social, with 9 traffic. Hi, I'm Alexandra, I'm a social self-preservation, 9 wing 1, 963 traffic. If you like or hate us, make sure you go like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and make sure you leave us a review. Welcome to Big Hormone Enneagram. Uh, we are doing the long-awaited social blind uh, roast. Um, <laughs> They've been waiting for years for this if one. If you didn't know what a roast is, it is where we uh, make fun of a certain type to bring out uh, lessons and ideas around the type. Anyway, so it's a roast. And uh, we've got a whole deck of uh, repugnant social types here to help us out. Deplorable. Yeah, y'all say hi. <laughs> it's a great introduction. Yeah, that yeah. was a social blind introduction. <laughs> a very great introduction to make you feel welcome. Let's yeah. just say that's what you deserve. <laughs> Whatever. Say hi. Introduce yourselves. Hi. Hey. All right, we got Joseph. Who else we got? You got Courtney with this the K. This is Courtney. With Courtney K. with the K. Courtney with the K. That's right. <laughs> then we have Dream Lord. We have Dream Lord Kristen with us as well. Hello. All right. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Hope you guys came ready with heavy I blows. I have notes. Good. Yeah, I was going to ask. Sorry. I'm ready. Yeah. We've set a high you bar lie. for roasting on this podcast. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys have to roast yourselves too. You know, you can participate in this Actually, because otherwise no, no, no. it's imbalanced. No, wait, let me just say, you know, when I look at these two gentlemen, uh, I have no criticisms whatsoever. You see, like, can, never happened. Yeah. Can we actually mute them? Can that be a thing? Can we just mute everyone? All the I'm social gonna, We will mute questions. ourselves. We, we want you yes. guys to have no, to actually, uh Actually, this is our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we, I, I want to see them try to roast us. That's what I'm here to see. Okay. God. I want to see, <laughs> try to roast right. greatness. This is already so annoying. <laughs> we'll say. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> this is going to be a lot for us. So <laughs> maybe, maybe should we... the. The four of us that are not social blind, should we mm -hmm. say our type and stacking just so people can get yes. some context for where we're coming from as we... Context. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Great idea. All right, I'll start. Hi, guys. You know me. I'm Alexandra. I'm a social self-res nine-wing-one Bermuda. Six and three fixes. 
Hi guys, it's Joseph. It's Social Sexual Four Wing Three Four Six One. The worst trifix. Yes, indeed. Hi, I'm Courtney. Um, six Wing Five Six Three One. Social Self Pres. And I'm Kristen. Social Self Pres Nine Wing One Nine Six Three. You want to you want to do any plugs just because we got like the Dream Lord and the Dark Arts whole academy the entire academy is here. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, please buy my book. Please rate and review it. And uh, uh, Joseph, you should go ahead I and talk plug. about. I know I can't. Yeah, Joseph, you <laughs> should plug. I don't. I don't know what a plug is. Somebody else has to. Do I want it. you to just to uh, talk about dark arts. Tell people about I why they should subscribe. I want you to say danger, dangerously perceptive or whatever Emika always says. Yeah. I, I always say, uh, you know, people want to become dangerously perceptive and skilled <laughs> at seeing the types clearly. Don't don't be an enneagram moron. Learn how to type. Join DAA do you, today. Do you approve of that socially, Joseph? How he does that? No, he doesn't. It's okay. embarrassing him socially and on a heart level. <laughs> I'm, I'm already getting a sinking feeling of shit. Um, <laughs> Did you yes. name it Dark Arts we, with that Harry Potter thing? <laughs> oh, I. That was, I, that was the Mecca's accidental Harry Potter <laughs> reference. I just let it. I let it happen. He was like, "What about Dark Arts Academy?" I was like, uh. <laughs> "What's going on here?" Okay. Oh. Yeah. Wow. wow. Hey, it's stroke of genius. Let me, let me Social blind. Okay, Alexandra and I, tomorrow night with the Crom, are recording a very social. What are we doing? We're, we're doing. Barbie uh, like, uh, We're doing. We're, yeah, we're going to do something that has to be like a Barbie commentary review, and it's going to be pink. And I, I, I'm going to do all the stuff that like I can't do <laughs> with, with David and Mecca. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's going to be fun. Tune, tune in. in. Yeah. And then y'all just did a Prince Court, right? We did. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. know how many people like wash it and it was like really personal because we were talking about our, our you and <laughs> my partner, but that was such a, an amazingly illuminating episode for me. I probably was for you too because we're sitting there and it's just like wow, okay, like this is I was all just like hitting for me like all of the stuff when you were talking about and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's me." Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, hopefully people will listen to that too. Yeah, I think they've been fun. Yeah. Alexander, do a plug. All right. I have my website, SaturnRuled9.com. I have my, I don't want to call it a YouTube channel, but I guess that's what it is, uh, where I'm recapping the Bachelorette episodes. There will be different seasons of different shows coming in the future. They've been fun. Tune in. And that's it. Attachment type support group. All right. Josh and I also have our attachment support group that we are hosting through the Enneagram School. Um, we've had a lot of interest at this point. We only have one spot left, but we're continue, you know, continue to show interest. If you guys are interested, we're using kind of this information to see how we want to keep this going in the future. So you can check out that information at the Enneagram School.com. Cool. Kristen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Check out our podcast insomnia, um, where you can listen to, uh, us talk about dreams and the Enneagram, and we kind of also just talk about the unconscious and the Enneagram, so even if you don't dream, um, you can still listen to it and get information out of it. We frame the Enneagram in a different way. Um, and you can go on my website, inkstoryrebel.com, if you want a dream interpreted by me. Cool. I don't plug. I you, don't, to plug. You, don't, you don't want people to visit you anywhere? I mean, they can find me if they <laughs> really want to. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> in the K-hole. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going right, to sit gonna back and... the uh, first torpedo. Sit back and let y'all do your thing and uh, fail miserably what's, at trying to make fun of us. Go ahead. What's the... Because I didn't listen to the other ones. Um, what is the format? Are we supposed to roast you? Are we just supposed to talk about social blinds? Like, what, are, what do you want us to do here? All of the above, It's really. basically... Yeah, it's okay. basically just okay. talking about social blinds and just kind of making okay. fun of them, what we don't like yeah. about them, what's annoying, all that kind of stuff. So but it should to, be really yeah. difficult. To give the structure... <laughs> Alexander has started. She generally starts with some context of what social or what the the overview of what that stacking is, and then okay, and then gener and then oh, we do. just start. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what you've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> social self pres nine. Well, that was an accident. Uh, and then we go from it there. Just like, happened. Well, I'll say um, like we started talking about doing these roasts, and uh, I was like, what, what could I say about social blind? And then uh, we watched HBO's uh, The Idol. Oh, yeah. And it is by far the worst thing I've ever seen, but I couldn't <laughs> stop watching because uh, The Weeknd is in it, and he plays this, uh, this like, producer guy who's, like, a creep who's trying to get uh, Johnny Depp's daughter, who's a pop star, into be creative or something, but he's, like, yeah. clearly, a, like, a social blind. And the you know, and he had a hand in the writing, and it's like what I picked up from there from being like watching him as a social blind is he was like really trying to have an effect, but in a really ineffective way, and That's, he yeah. because <laughs> because there was like a like the setup was always very weird, where on one hand there was like this he's here. But it would all, he would like try to portray him as like dark and sexy, but also like goofy and pathetic. And you couldn't quite fit where he was supposed to be. And so he was just this kind of embarrassing presence throughout. <laughs> and you couldn't quite feel it, like get the feel like, all right, is he the villain? Is he getting manipulated by the main character actually? Is it, you know, and uh, there was just this like kind of sinister vibe thing, but like without it turning into anything like without it turning into anything and so that's my social blind rose i can't I was relate like, to that <laughs> yeah it was it was it was a kind of sinister image and display with no follow-through because he was really really bad at giving himself any kind of context yeah. uh, and his he's just like not just in the writing but i think like him as a person he's also social blind david the weekend is actually your eight-wing twin I believe. I think he's oh wait, no, DJ. he's a DJ. He's a DJ okay, he's, he's close, close enough. He's close. Pretty close. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I think yeah. Alexandra, you had certain names for the self-pres blinds. What did you call them? Oh. Yeah, what did I call them? Like I had, oh, I had names. Or love bombs and I had oh yeah, was, that uh, was Emika. It and was crackheads. Uh, crack, crackheads and love bombs. I think it's for these for us. It's creeps and homewreckers. Yeah, creeps yeah. and homewreckers. Yeah, that works. And and. I mean, some of it is truly creepy, but some of it is actually quite benign, but it feels creepy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, was, that was my take on like The weekend's character. If you guys haven't seen it, watch it specifically just to know what we're talking about. Uh, the weekend. I don't know if it was the writing or his just personality, but because he couldn't contextualize himself, he just mm -hmm. like... His, how do I want to say this? The way he wanted to come across just didn't land. It was just uncomfortable and awkward. And he has like one trick to try to be sexy. But because there was no, you know, 
context for like interrelationality with that it just fell flat on his head over and over and over and he was just you know now the show is lorded as like the worst thing that's ever happened yeah. <laughs> well i do think i mean we can make fun of and all the problems with social stuff which i get and there are some rules of engagement that social is all about and i like i was looking through the list of the celebrities and it's not the exclusive domain of the social blinds to be creepy, but it's it's pretty. Cl I mean, it's like R. Kelly, Tiger Woods, <laughs> like like yeah, my heroes, like the, the people that like are are. There's just some basic rules around kind of decency, or that not every social blind is violating, but it feels like that is the type that is most likely to not heed what's sort of considered basically kind of basic rules for engagement. Yeah. <laughs> They're not interested it's... in presenting an image that puts them in a different category. Like even if they're not doing those things, you're like not sure whether they're right. predators or not. They don't correct it. They don't correct just, yeah, their, no the reputation. Of, yeah. Uh, right, yeah. No, I think that's a great point because it's benign a lot of the times, but mm -hmm. the signals are being given off and then you don't, there's no correction for it. Yeah. That's right. And I think like social blind has like three personas that they use because like social is like, you know, you kind of not change who you are, but you adjust kind of like who you're talking to and whatever. And social right. blind has like three where it's just like either one is just creepy, two is like angry or they like hate you. Um, or three is like they're normal around like one or two people like and that's about it like that's their range of being able <laughs> yeah. to actually yeah. communicate with people well i do think also and i want to be roasty about this but also use it as an opportunity to have like a real conversation for me what happens is it feels like a lot of times the ball's being tossed and it could go in lots of different directions but it only gets tossed back on like some very strict kind of channels. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so for someone who's got social, it feels like there's a lot of missed opportunity for play mm. and exploration. And mm -hmm. it just feels like a lot of domains are being skipped over with like real opportunity. What, what was to... your, yeah, Joseph, your, your, I was going to ask like your, my, in terms yeah, of okay. yeah, your experience well, of working with us and yeah, <laughs> culture I shock. To, I was what I was going to say. I was trying to remember. No, I have a lot of social blinds in my life already. Um, but I always find it just side, like it's. I've only been on the podcast a few times, and I don't usually listen to it because we already put out so much content. But I'm also always just like, once in a while, one of you guys will tell me something that happened on the podcast, and I can't believe you guys are all just here like unsupervised, doing whatever the fuck you do. Like David talking <laughs> about fucking aliens or whatever the hell is going on. I'm just like, nope. I don't know, <laughs> but um, I think, I don't know. When I first started working with you guys, I, I think I told you this, like I had no clue for a long time if you even liked me at all. Like mm. I had no idea. Yeah. We'd be sitting there like, I'd be trying to do something social like i you know like make a joke in our group chat and it would just get left on red or 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 it would be completely ignored it would just be like like it yeah. would be like erased and then just like another conversation would happen and i'm like i don't but they're still here i don't know they're talking to me i'm not mm -hmm. sure so it was kind of that like weird thing of just having no idea 
where I stood. But then realizing that you guys don't fucking judge anybody. Now, I love judging people. You have to judge people. It's very important to judge people. You, ha you have to have, like, the social minds will just be like, so, like, I have this friend and, like, she, like, She's really cool, but like she did kill somebody. I'm just wondering <laughs> if you think that's like is that like a deal breaker? This is like yeah. okay, No, they I, don't I, even they, they don't, don't even ask that. They don't even no, think they don't even, that it's a deal breaker. They're starting to though. Like I I bet he's come <laughs> to me and been like, "Do you think this is This is like I told the sure, story sure. on a DAA, but like it's I'm going to tell it again cuz it's still funny. My sister who's uh who is What's his name? The rapper we were just talking about. That yeah, shit the weekend type. The weekend type twin. Yeah, um, she's like she was trying to introduce uh, my partner to a tattoo artist or whatever because he's getting into tattooing, and she's like, yeah, she's like buttering him up. He's so cool. He said like, you know, if, if he wants to come talk to me anytime, like here's Instagram. You should definitely talk to me. And I was like, oh okay, like that that's cool. Like who is he? Like where does he work? She was like, yeah, he's really nice. Do you remember there was that thing in the news about that guy that was running around the beach with a chainsaw? Anyway, that's him. <laughs> Um, but like he's better now. They they had to just drill he's into his now. brain. They took something out, but he's like totally fine now. And I, she wasn't kidding. Like I was like, okay, yeah. I'll I'll call him. <laughs> yeah, I'll call him. Yeah. 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 And then where does that come from too? Because I've noticed with social blind, they will confuse like like a per. And this is maybe too social self pres of me, but like they'll confuse a person of quality with an interesting. Or no, I'm sorry, it's the other way around. They'll confuse an interesting person with a person of quality. Yeah, that can yeah, get exactly. so irritating and frustrating to me because it's like the red flags are all there. They're just yeah. lying. It's one big red flag. But okay, they dress cool and they like like some weird music. So let's yeah. let them write in. That's what I've done with all of you people. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that that tends to be one thing I've had to learn the hard way. When we started working with Joseph, he would get these what seemed to me like premonitions about people and right. what exactly. they were what they were capable of. And I'm yeah. like, what are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. Like this person's gonna be a problem. Like, dude, and I relate. She's so psychotic. She's psychotic <laughs> oh, yeah. things in the group. She is causing trouble. And me and Amica are like, what? What, what are you, you talking, talking about? about? Just like, and it's, <laughs> it's so funny now to look back on she that. Said, I'm psychotic. <laughs> to, to see how much smarter we have gotten with with all um, the uh, craziness that's happened in the group, and and uh, like because we had to learn the hard way. But initially, it seemed like Joseph was always sounding the alarm bell for some like, why do you think this person is a shitty person? And of course, they turn out to be a huge yeah. fucking problem. Yeah, no, in the last five years or maybe less, I feel like I've like started to think about that, <laughs> like started to notice that. <laughs> Where I'm like, yeah, that person's a, a whatever, like, but I, I, like, that wasn't a thing I was aware of before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and part of that's going to come from, like, I mean, describing what social is, because it is, like, connecting and bonding like that, but it is, like, being a part of something and really prioritizing that, like, larger kind of family, I guess, mm -hmm, because we're mm -hmm. going to look out for each other, we're going to take care of each other, we're going to support and regulate each other. So looking out for that, like, larger object is going to be the main priority. And then, yeah. you know, you have subsets of that with, like, individual relationships and stuff like that. But, yeah, that's where sometimes I'm sure the social dominance can seem a little crazy to the social blinds when really we're like, this is going to hurt the bigger yeah. community. Yeah. And y'all are just letting them in. So and is your perspective, it's just that like all of these signals, you're not, they're not registering. No, no, no. It's, it's not that, I mean, we've discussed this. It's not that I can't see them. It's that there are other things that are much louder in my perception. It's like now 
uh, I have to, because of what I've experienced, I have a checklist. I have certain red flags that, that I can't ignore anymore. And I know that if I don't remind myself that it will just slip away. So like every year I kind of have to renew that awareness that this person can only come this close. Um, the zone is only for this type of person, like, you know, or these people cannot even be allowed to get this close to me. And I still have moments where it all slips away and I just, you know, respond to whatever's interesting to me. You have to keep it as a checklist as opposed to instinctually Mm, feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, I kind of remember the very first time, well, I went on this podcast like maybe five or six times and then it was not until the rejection episode where I was like, can we please get on video? Right. Yeah. yeah. That was you. Like, why are we? I did the same thing. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. 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 You've been in the dark for years. And, <laughs> and even just in that, like, one second with Joseph and I, like, who's going to talk first? Like, we figured that out by looking at one another. Yeah. And mm-hmm. not, there was just. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine, remember Alexandra, our legendary. Uh, podcast that we did okay so social self press versus social sexual exactly yeah and and (laughs) when we first started talking about throwing the ball or whatever that was a good podcast Mm -hmm. that was the first time (laughs) we had ever fucking met you guys were like oh you guys are gonna do a social podcast and i thought they were gonna be on the goddamn podcast (laughs) yeah (laughs) right they they just gave us a zoom meeting and didn't yeah. show up and i was like oh, <laughs> hi yeah, no. yeah. and then the con- is yeah <laughs> yeah and then the conversation had to start with our relating to each yes. other over yeah. how uncomfortable being yeah. thrown into something like this was yeah <laughs> In hindsight, that was probably crazy to do. <laughs> Didn't Should have been like, hey, yeah. Joseph, Alexandra, here, uh, we're yeah, doing we're this just, together. We don't even no. But it's, that, it's that, that ball thing, just to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I have, so like, you know, okay, there's my sister, but also um, if anybody's watched Princess Court, my friend Elisa is also uh, uh, three, who's um, self sexual. And so we met in high school. And I mean, this is sort of, it's, this is a roast, but also, I mean, one of the things I was so uh that i liked about her so much that i was attracted is that she just honestly like did not care about fucking anything in a way that i like didn't even understand like just like two quick stories i remember once we're lying could you remember in high school is like a social war zone like everybody's yeah. looking at you and if they're not you actually feel like everybody's like it's a normal teenage mm-hmm. thing to think everybody's looking at you all the time mm-hmm. um we're, we're lining up for the cafeteria and she's like standing there talking too loudly and her like purse falls over and like 6,000 condoms in a chain just like I don't know why she had like this many condoms in her purse and like everyone like all I know the why. girls are just staring there looking I mean yeah we know why um, well, but it was just like what are you, this is like 40 a day like I don't know what, but anyway so like all these girls are standing there looking at her and being like she's a slut anyway but I'm sitting there and I'm like I, I'm looking at her I'm like my, my heart's like pounding like I'm feeling so much shame I also love it because like I don't care but I'm just kind of like Elisa everyone's looking at you there's condoms mm-hmm. everywhere and she was just like oh she like turned around and she like turned to them and was like Doesn't yeah care. fuck and then put them back in her purse and left <laughs> or another time and then okay speaking of just letting the ball drop because that was funny but like there was one time where she was we were in the cafeteria and she's she's having some her and some other girl started having a fight at like other tables and they were like yelling something back and forth and it got not like a, a like a whatever they were just yelling insults back and forth like a drag queen fight not like a real fight but and she's the girl stands up and is like yeah don't get your panties in a twist 
And Elisa stands up and goes, yeah, well, I'm not wearing any. And sits back down and like everyone just got quiet. It was like, uh, it's a great okay. comeback. Exes yeah. <laughs> yeah. are the worst at ruining, uh, yeah, or the just... best at ruining social situations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Into yes. the social space. You wouldn't know anything like, about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there's stuff that's very attractive and appealing about Absolutely. social line. So I do think we want to yes. spend some time yes. talking about that, but not yes. until the end. But I, I do think, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I really... I think it's pretty funny. So the most fuckable. You <laughs> oh want to go back to like the 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 not having the video? I want to know: is it because you're not registering any of this? Like, why why no video? Okay, we uh, didn't even have video. Alexandra and I on that podcast. Oh we my were, like, god, on I know. Phone. We couldn't even see each other. Just to like reiterate. Even so, saying that the, right the now, kind of things a voice in the dark. Audio. Yeah. <laughs> The kind of things I was doing when there was no video while I was recording this podcast, you know, like, <laughs> did not need to. <laughs> Alexander knows. Alexander knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's this thing about. Right now. Creepy, John. The last few years, <laughs> I, I just realized how uncomfortable I was with being perceived on camera and while talking. Yeah. And I didn't even realize that that was a thing until uh, of the few times that I had to do it. And I was like, I am really uncomfortable with you know being seen uh and i don't tr there's something really inherently social blind about that about being in the light that yeah. feels really yeah. uncomfortable mm -hmm. and um maybe it's you don't you don't even think about the fact that you because it's not like i don't want to be in it face to face with someone in person because you know that's fine but i think there's something inherently social about watching yourself mm -hmm. uh and yeah. knowing that you're being perceived by other people mm -hmm. and you're not in the dark that that feels like inherently social we live off of these, like, you know, and I'm not even a type that, like, is particularly interested in communicating with people. But if, I, if I'm doing it, it's really important for me to control how I'm doing it and know that I'm doing it in the way that mm. I want to. Whether yeah. that's creating a, pre an, a, a negative impression for people or a positive one, like, I might be deliberately trying to piss people off or whatever it is. But I can't do that without my arsenal of social cues and mm. energy passing back and forth. Then I'm just in the dark and I can't control social and it feels like, like quite literally like I'm blind, mm -hmm. so to speak. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm like, I can't blind, see. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I had some clients do like, uh, reviews or testimonials or something recently for my website. And it made me think of how did I get into like coaching people? And so I looked back and I remembered that, uh, like somebody just like hit me up and like a couple of people just hit me up and it just happened organically. And I, I was like, the first couple clients I had, like, I don't know what they look like because <laughs> even though I was doing like really intense coaching, I just, it was all over the phone and I don't know what got me doing video, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a kind of a crazy thing now that like talking about the effect of visuals and I was just like, just talking on the phone. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Well, it feels like it's easier to talk. To it is. It's, a it's harder. Easy. You don't know what to say. You don't know where the person is, what's going on, how they received I, what you just said. I get a lot from people's voices. And the other yeah. thing is also when I'm on video, I start just looking at myself. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh my all, of us, all of us look at David. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So I get distracted <laughs> by my you know, self-image. That's yeah. not no, but I mean, really there, conducive. There There's is like, something. Oh, go ahead. Well, there's like having you know, not seeing anybody you're just like launching into the dark and so there's mm -hmm. a freedom in that you know what i mean you're just yeah, like yeah. 
like shooting arrows into the dark or something. It's just like whatever. So there's like a chaos, and there's like, <laughs> it's like we're like yeah, we're like I mean, some of those episodes we're just like we're feeling around in the dark, and we're like kind of touching each other in a party or something. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's there a big is difference. Good stuff around like when you're having really intense conversations, you're supposed to do it side by side. Yeah. And yeah. so, mm-hmm. you know, like if you're having, like trying to talk to your kid about sex or whatever, you're supposed to do it in the car because there is something, or take a walk. Yeah. There mm-hmm. is something about language being really intense and then having gaze yeah. also mm-hmm. be like, it is too much and can be overwhelming. But I think what we're also sort of highlighting is there's an awareness of audience with social mm-hmm. And, and that's why I'm on camera is I don't give a shit what I look like, but I need to see what you're, how you're responding to know if what I've said has landed. Mm. Mm-hmm. And is, having, is having us on camera fucking up the social types uh, from being able to let it rip? No. 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 Okay. All well, right. that's the thing. It's, it's just giving you context. If, you're gonna, if I want to let it rip, I know exactly how to do that if I can see you. It's just like mm-hmm. that thing that you just said, Courtney. It's like that's also social awareness, knowing when not to mm-hmm. stare at somebody and give them too much gaze. It'll be the social blind that'll like talk about sex with their kid and look them right in the face or something. <laughs> not thinking, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I did notice <laughs> that, that once we, we changed the video, like the flow of the podcast improved dramatically just because you, mm-hmm. you could see that people could find, we could find each other easier so i liked it i'm not letting it, letting it rip in terms of just like uh roasting us because i feel like y'all been really nice so far maybe we're just not dicks <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're just not social blind uh, I have... or i think you guys are just hard to offend because i think we've been roasting the shit out of you actually i think yeah. i think it is i think that is partially it like i think yeah. part of social is being aware of an interrelational kind of deal and it's also being aware of like a social uh, sort of like reputational image in certain ways. So like mm-hmm. from the get go, you guys have been excited to be roasted straight yeah. up because you have no concept of your like avatar that everybody's yeah. looking at. So who cares? Exactly. <laughs> well, no, but, like, well, it's the not that. The interrelational part of that. It is that. No, 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 no. It's not that because I, I do respect the art of a roast, like a good pinpointed. A good pinpointed, honest, but revealing insult is a thing of beauty. And so I would really, I mean, I think there's a lot of, I mean, I think we could roast ourselves pretty well, but I think there's a lot of material there to really pinpoint some hard hitting stuff that would be good roast. So, Creepster of the Enneagram does not, that doesn't. Homewreckers. I mean, I think that's a pretty good start. Creeps uh, creeps and homewreckers. Creeps of the Enneagram just sounds interesting. I don't know. I feel like you you guys like both of those. (laughs) You call yourselves that. means you like it. You're flattered by it. I don't don't think I'm flattered by (laughs) homewrecking. I don't don't believe you. I disagree. Most most, most homes should be wrecked. I mean, shouldn't they? Okay. Stealing people's wives. Aren't most marriages (laughs) terrible? The thing yeah. is also I I think that we are roasting but like we're roasting we're giving social ro- digs like these are digs it's you know what I mean like you, you I don't uh, know how yeah, that's true. it's like you guys you want us to offend you like what do you want us to say that you're ugly like I don't know what we're supposed to say <laughs> that, that would be a good start yeah like it's, it's just <laughs> tiny <tough> eyes <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there's another. Oh, Wait, go, but go ahead Kristen has a list. I mean, she's, I, I do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go so. ahead. I've got some. I got. I want to say this real quick because I was what I was curious about. I was like, okay, you're not going to get us with the social digs, but the things that 
social blinds care about. Uh, it's like finding the, where the bodies are buried for social blinds. It's not going to be like the stuff that would actually hurt my feelings or not hurt my feelings, but you know, get it something I'm insecure about is not going to be from like, how are, how are people seeing me or something about how people are seeing mm -hmm. me that actually is my self image is something, mm -hmm. you know, like, Oh, you're not, you're not actually this thing that you think you're doing, um, is not actually landing. Like that's a little bit more of getting at what social blinds might be. Oh, wow. I didn't, you know, like this, yeah. the hidden social that we're not really paying attention to. Kristen, do you want to say something? I have, I have a, another. Yeah, you can go first. <laughs> you haven't talked yet. Go. I know. Yeah, go. Kristen. I've got a list. I've got a list. Go. That's why I'm waiting. <laughs> waiting. She's waiting for the one, and then we'll go back to Courtney. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh God. Where do I start? <laughs> um, You've got a social blind roommate, right? So I that's do. Part yeah. Of your context. Yeah. That's part of my context, and um, also like I'm. I guess, like, I don't really know why I'm here. So that's one of the social blind roasts. Oh, that's <laughs> How did I get here? Because um, we wanted social types to roast us. That's why. I know, but um, I think, like, there's there's a thing about, like, um, maybe, too, even the other, con like, the other podcasts and the other roasts, like, why they might have hit so hard for people and they, like, didn't really consider it as a, it as a roast is because, like, roasts, do put things in a social context so it's funny mm. and one of the things with social blinds is like if they don't have the person there in front of them they have a very hard time humanizing that person mm. and so it sounds like with other roasts that you guys have done is like you're just kind of like talking about really specific people <laughs> and mm. think it's everyone and think it's right. all of that type. Like, oh, it's all so, so social sexuals who right. do this. And it's right. all self-resident. Right. So it's like, and I notice even like through like messaging, text messaging. Yeah. Like, it's like, if you're not in front of a social blind, like they will treat you like either a cardboard cutout or like you're a piece of shit and they hate you because they don't have you in front of, they don't have the impression of you. When you're not in front of them so i think that's why social blind roast can be like is it a roast or are you just like complaining about people you used to know because it's like <laughs> <laughs> it was like it's like way too personal that that right, is the right. yes yeah right right yeah. exactly and you're exactly. like asking us for this like this is part of the like social blind thing you're like roast us roast us <laughs> like you know stick your roasty dicks in our mouths and it's just kind of like that's that's the thing that social blinds are doing, like like stealing some kind of heat energy from you when you're like, okay, I'm gonna fucking roast you ever that my dick alone or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like you're like waiting for this like weird social blind, like I don't know, like you know what I mean, dildo to hit you or something. Right. And it's just like we're doing the roast, guys. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening. We, we need to wake up to it. I do think though that point, like even as I was thinking about this podcast and how roasty I wanted to be I was thinking about the three of you but I also was there's other human beings that are right, in exactly. your no yeah in your stack <laughs> that are also listening to this podcast exactly. and I don't know who they are but they are listening and so that awareness of I've never met this person before and what am I going to say that actually yep. It's not, I want to be funny, mm. but I also want it to land and be useful exactly. to them. Mm -hmm. And so right. what's the best way? It, it's maybe not being mean. Being funny is helpful, but 
I mean, I, I was thinking about that as I got ready for this. And mm. yeah. well, I'll I'll make this argument that I mean, if you've ever watched a roast, a lot of it, <clears throat> a lot of it veers into like it's not necessarily even true. Like it's for comedic effect, yeah. and so you're drawing cartoons. And and I guess my point of view is that if like with comedy, if it's funny, funny doesn't even have to be useful. It's the, it has its own value. And so I think a lot of what's funny about roasting the stockings, it's not about necessarily, I mean, there is some truth to some of it, <clears throat> but you're really going for the comedic effect. Like you're really going for uh, a roast. And so you can come up with some ridiculous insult that it has no bearing, very little essence of the person or the situation, but it's, it's embellished because it's funny. Mm. So but was it funny? Like, did people like yeah, it, or did they complain it about right? it? Well, I mean, I think it's funny. That, <laughs> we asked you more things. I think it's that funny. Point, that you guys thought it was funny because you were jerking off to each other, but right? there were people listening that were like, "This isn't me, and I don't hey, like it." I think what people don't understand is that this show is for us first and foremost. <laughs> and oh, you guys are just yeah. along for the ride. And You're the just aliens. like flies on the wall watching us have fun <laughs> with ourselves. <laughs> Okay. Watching us playing with ourselves. <laughs> yeah. It's our context. <laughs> Which I guess this is self-roast right there. <laughs> yeah. Intellectually masturbating. Kristen, Kristen what, what else you got on your list? Oh my god. Okay. Everyone just bombard me at once. Okay. Um right, let me look. Do you know uh, well, why I you're have... here yet, Kristen? Yeah, I think oh. I yeah, I'm just gonna vibe with what's going on right okay. now. Okay. This vibe. <laughs> Um, I have ones for specifics because I've been following the the track of the um, roasts of like, okay, sexual spells, self-prez versus self-prez sexual. Mm -hmm. um, for sexual self-prez, uh, one of the things I think that maybe bothers me the most, um, okay, two things. One is the like glorifying romantic relationships and then treating everyone else like cardboard cutouts. I think that's kind of <laughs> annoying. <laughs> it's like, um, this, like, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Oh my God, this amazing experience has happened with me and my girlfriend or my ex-girlfriend and everyone uh -huh. should live by it. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> like it's, there's no, like everyone listening that either doesn't have a partner or doesn't give a shit is like, I cannot relate to this like at <laughs> all. And I don't care about your relationship because <laughs> they're like, Oh, my relationship's the best thing ever kind of thing. Um, or even just like the way that they look, like the way they ornament themselves can be like almost to the extreme where it's like, you can't even go to like the grocery store or drive a car without like looking <laughs> like you just don't fit in with everything else going on. So can um, I, can I tell a story on the first one you made, point you made? Yes. Go because for it's, it. um, so I used to hang out with a lot of guys when I was in law school and there was a lot of conversation about strip clubs. And I had some opinions about it that were like, mm, I don't know, but I wanted to like check it out before I like came. I was like, I'm going to go to one before I say anything. So my experience of going to a strip club is a little bit like what it feels like with a social blind where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's they're good. having a lap dance next to you yeah. and you're like, where do I put my yeah. eyes? Like I can't. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> and it it feels that way, or like when there's a hook and a like line on another person, yeah. and you're nearby, it's like I 
what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've a quick anecdote too on that. Uh, I met, okay. I've never seen Emeka, you or Dave. We've only met once actually, but John, we've mm-hmm. met twice. And in both contexts, you were with your partner at the time. And like when we, <laughs> when we were in New York last time, I, I was sitting there like, having a conversation with Alexandra and at all times your face was sideways like kissing like grabbing touch like I couldn't have a conversation with Alexandra without like you like your trying energy, to bite like, me somehow fully, yeah. I was like just take out your dick and do it here I'm tired of it. <laughs> enough welcome to the uh, John and Alexandra's sex party. <laughs> they will be having sex on the table right there. We will be watching. It's like, forget it. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Alexandra, I mean, you were like, of course, like into it, but you were also like looking at me. It was just like. <laughs> oh, yeah, because like, I have the awareness. So I'm just like, how do I swear both of these at the same time? <laughs> these are two, these are two very conflicting energies coming at me at the same time. How do I bermuda my way into resolving both of these? Boner on my leg, but also, yeah, work is good. Um... <laughs> yeah, also not to mention, that was my first time meeting you too. So I'm just like, hey. <laughs> so it's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Too juicy. Uh, and this is, a, to your point, Amica, like this is a real thing where if the person that you're interested in, unless they're also social blind, this is going to take away from your hook mm-hmm. in a way mm. that, like looking at social sexual, where there's a way that somehow they're, they've got a line on someone, yet everyone else is in on the joke. Mm-hmm, or in, mm-hmm. like, for someone who's got social in their stacking, that ability to do both at the same time is very, very attractive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so that would be where I would sort of point to, like, this is one of, like, where it costs you. Mm-hmm. How, we, how we could be more attractive. Yeah, that, that's. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a mm-hmm. that's a good way to frame it too. Is like if social, uh, what are we doing? <laughs> if sexual self pres and self pres sexual, like, what is the, you know, like, what is the aim of both of those stackings? What is the absence of social trying to do? It's trying to objectify themselves as objects and galvanize, you know, the energy to lure them in as objects. Mm-hmm. And yeah, without the social element being able to like be fluid and like me- mediate is maybe too nine a word, mm-hmm. but like sort of like manage the energies that are in the wider, um, I don't know, just like in the wider field. Yeah. Then it does get like too specific and it can, yeah, it can be a miss. And I think that's what then like fucks up a social situation is that like social blinds are either like objectifying themselves and other people. And then when something like social happens, like some kind of drama, they get so pissed off. Just like, how could this happen? And it's like, Mm. because you were looking at everyone like they were (laughs) objects or like cardboard (laughs) cutouts. Like, all the social types knew this was going to happen. And yet, mm-hmm. like, I think, too, missing social, it's like social situations become like life or death. 
it almost feels like rejection-y a little mm-hmm. bit. Right. That it's like, mm-hmm. it's either this is fun and there's electricity in the air and something's happening and there's something interesting, or it's absolute death and I hate it and yeah. it should die. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so when anything bad happens with social, a social blind's going to be like, it's their fault, everything sucks, I'm blaming yeah. this person and that yeah. and that and like cutting everyone off rather than like being able to see the whole picture, which is what social Mm -hmm. does, is like, step back, look objectively, see the picture, okay, this person was doing that, like, assess the situation and know, okay, everyone's just doing their dynamics because they're people. But if a social blind's not even recognizing the personhood, then they don't even recognize when they're even fucking something up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually an interesting pattern I think I see in the social blinds that I know where they have this push and pull with getting hooked into like people and friendships where they're like all about somebody didn't see them as a complete in person didn't judge them properly didn't do that social context and then something will break and all of a sudden that person's complete and utter trash and they're cut off and they're done and they're like blindsided and and i almost i mean okay so i'm thinking too of my friend who's like a three so like maybe this is a little bit has like a three bent to it but it's there's a bit of almost like self-judgment of like if you have some self-awareness, like, what was I doing? Like, how did I not see mm-hmm. that? Like, realizing you missed all of that social context and that judgment. And, but there is that, like, yeah, that, like, on switch versus off switch with, with social blind. Because it's just sexual and self-pressed, like, going in and out or something. It, it's, well, it feels like it's not that you're not seeing the person. You're just seeing, like, a, a, a very limited caricature of that person. Right. And it, you're seeing the person as much as it aids what you find you're hooked by or interested in. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm realizing that part of what's happening is that I'm resistant to seeing the person because it takes away from, it would diminish what I would find interesting about them. Because there's a good chance if I get to really see that full person, I'm going to be turned off by them. And so there's kind of a, <clears throat> an unconscious strategy of, yeah, if we're in the dark, <clears throat> shit is a lot more sexy. Right. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. But it cuts both ways, too. And I think we were talking about this after the zone, Emika, right? That there's aspects of your own personhood that in your objectification of yourself have mm. also been cut off mm-hmm. that actually would be channels or flavors of attraction that yes. you could use. Yeah. But because there's sort of like, this is what I'm, there's a kind of a stagnation around this is my flavor. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. layers that you could use, even that are authentic to who you are, actually don't get utilized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in my last relationship, I got to see myself in more of a social lens to realize that there, there are like some serious social judgments that I have or requirements that I have. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. Man, you know, I saw that about you so fast. <laughs> very, very fucking serious. You know, yeah. and it's like when your social instinct is violated, I mean, it's like uh, you freak the fuck out. There's a lot <laughs> of energy aid. behind it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so just seeing that in myself and seeing like, why isn't this an upfront filter? Why is this something that becomes a filter after I've made the commitment to this person in a serious way? And so over the last zone, I, you know, just made me realize like, yeah, I have these amazing connections and, and such a great experience that we have, but I've never had that same quality connection in the romantic context because I've, 
upfront. Like it, I've never looked for quality connections that way. I've always objectified people or my romantic connections for what was hooking me. Not like, are these people, if, if there was no sex, sexual component, would I want to be around this person? Mm-hmm. Well, I think what you said <clears throat> is, I mean, there's a little bit of kind of heartbreak and I don't trust that if I see all of you and by definition, if you see all of me, Mm-hmm. that you're still going to be attracted to me and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can picture how it's threatening and there's sadness to that. Yeah. Yeah. It'll come out to like on all of this and like to <clears throat> talk about that thing about having like being too attached to my special flavor. It'll be <clears throat> again to put this into like more simple roast category. It'll just be like, you know, when you're, I don't think I've ever been attracted to a social line because I'll just be like, oh, that person's attractive, but they split their tongue and they have an eyeball piercing. So, and that's their whole personality. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Or they have like a snake tattooed on their dick uh, or something. And you're just like, they would be hot, but they're so attached to doing this like weird thing. And it's just, it's like, what that does, I mean, the positive is that it'll work for somebody and right. you'll know that right. they're hooked into that specific thing. It narrows thing. the field. Yeah. It narrows the field, but it also is like really alienating. And I honestly just really think that sometimes it makes you less attractive. <laughs> like, mm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think something that comes, and, and we didn't talk too much about like the effect of sexual blindness in the stackings to me that's just like that's just the water we all know (laughs) so it like almost doesn't deserve roasting because like it's a (laughs) pre-roast um or at least that's like the culture um anyway but one thing we went in with the self-pres blinds is how the self-pres blind spot actually kills the longevity of the stacking Mm. and i know the longevity of the connection and that is something that is absolutely true in all three stackings like the lack of sexual sure you can like keep the car going but you know maybe you don't like it anymore and so like the relationship's dead even if it's like still moving you know, and self-pres blind has like obvious implications to like literally not lasting very long. And so with the self, with the, um, with the social blind stacking, it's just like, like to me, it feels like, um, like fire and like the wood. So it's like a very smoldery kind of thing, but without exposure to air, without the curiosity that comes from exploring all of these angles, eventually you, you run out of like the meat that you guys are so attached to. And then there's nothing else. Yeah, and it becomes a self-suffocating thing. And then it doesn't become regenerative. Mm-hmm. And this is something else I was thinking of while we were talking about like being on video for the calls. There's something, and of course I'm a social type, so that will phrase, that will contextualize like my take. Um, but there's something to me about um, about being on a call. I agree with you, David, that there is a kind of intimacy in not having like the visual distraction. And mm-hmm. I under- that's totally valid. Um, but to me, sometimes it feels like I'm not totally with a person. At least that's, that's, it seems to be the, the, the thing that we're all getting from being on video together is that it feels like we're more with each other. We can pick up on signals and, mm-hmm. you know, have the, you know, like even right now I'm seeing people nodding and kind of moving around, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, I think with the social blind stackings, it can feel like, like this person is over here and this person is over here. And sometimes they just knock into each other, but like the actual interrelatedness and like the, like Mm. the mutual curiosity 
can sometimes be like, I think that's where um, Joseph is confused about like whether or not you guys liked him for a long time. Mm, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. You know, it's stuff like yeah. that where it's, there's like a communication, there's an open air there that like lets people know that we're all on the same page. And well, without that, it's just like, okay, we're just knocking into each other, but mm-hmm. what's refueling it? Mm-hmm. So I have, I have two things to say about that. Um, I mean, the first is I've been reading a lot of neuroscience um, and <laughs> evolutionary <laughs> biology stuff right now, and I'd love to talk to John about it at some point. But, um, <laughs> you know, like when you look at highly social animals like an elephant or a horse, like, and to your point of exactly what you just said, it's not two molecules bumping into each other. There's an actual field that mm-hmm. is created, like, like they're par- they're co-regulating one another and if you step in the middle of it like with a bunch of elephants around you you can actually feel your nervous system drop to where they're all co-regulating mm-hmm. and that's the part that i think you're sort of talking about is missed like that we're part of a field we're not just separate entities mm-hmm. and to joseph's point i don't know if you like me or not it's the not participating in that part of what it means to be a human that is heartbreaking, but is also confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not acknowledging your own need for co-regulation. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not offering, <laughs> it, well, it's, it's also not offering the people that love you a chance to co-regulate you, a chance to like show you that they care. And you know, it's like a, it's, it's a both of like, you're depriving yourselves, but you're also depriving other people to give that to you. And then the other mm. way around, like other people are being deprived and you are depriving them for not being aware of that. Mm. Yeah. I, I think doing, cause we started this pod in 2020. And that was, you know, the year that the world shut down. And I didn't realize, I mean, I have friends and I take my, sometimes feels like I take my friends for granted because it seems like I can always drop into social whenever I want while I sit in my cave for most of my life. (laughs) Uh, And so when we did this pod together, it, it was, it made that year one of the best years ever because for the first time I had like a scheduled time that I was, you know, talking to my, hanging out with these guys and, and doing something that I loved. And uh, we've just had multiple awakenings of how we, how much we need other people, how much we need being around each other actually regulates us. And of course we did the zones and that was a whole nother level of, oh wow, like we get together and there's like a vortex that opens up and amazing things happens and we can really connect deeply and all that stuff. Uh, so, I mean, I think the last five years have been multiple sort of encounters with how important the social instinct is for us as social minds. John, were you going to say something about this? I know like you've had with Alexandra, that's been a big piece of your own. I don't want to speak for you, but a big piece of what you've learned and appreciated in particular about being in relationship with her. Yeah, I got a little distracted because my sister's flight, she's like on her way. She's a six and her flight got canceled on the way. And so she's like freaking out. I'm like, Jada. So I'm going to text her <laughs> Um, so I, lo- I, I think I got the gist of what you guys were talking about, but, um, I was actually reflecting, we, Alexander and I were at the gym right before I got on the call and I was sort of like, you know, I still feel like these last couple years, especially I've been dealing with like a tidal wave of unacknowledged social stuff all hitting me and trying to integrate it and trying to reconcile things. And I was kind of like looking back like how did 
like how did i like was i as isolated as i like sometimes it doesn't make sense to me in a certain way like and then i like had some kind of just i don't know remembering of how isolated like i was like even the way i gave i like didn't engage social media in like a social way <laughs> you know like like e- like even when i had these sort of uh like windows into the larger world i like didn't use them as windows and so um i don't know where i made this comparison but uh it feels like i was making it's like as if you've got like like your brain, you know, brain and clouds are kind of similar, right? Like like in terms of just I don't know, like they look similar to me. So like it's like you're you're using like two two thirds of your brain to make all kinds of decisions, and like there's lightning happening in all three sections of your brain, but you're only paying attention to the storm systems happening in two thirds, and then there's been stuff happening the whole time in the the missing third, mm. and you then you like turn the light on there or whatever and it's it is like very overwhelming and you're like oh did too much time pass for this and like what happened here like, you know there's just all this like grief and confusion and stuff like that and so uh yeah being with alexandra um you know i again i don't know if i shared this recently in the pod or somewhere else but we were like in the early early parts of like figuring out if we were even going to be together if this was like a real thing or we were just like high on each other or what and she said something like i'm gonna love i'm gonna really like really love you well or something like that and it was just like that like turning on the light but like as if like the turn on the light was like a spear and it just like you know and uh i was like bawling in the streets of brooklyn or whatever you know just like like a huge bitch in front of everybody and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it really like opened it's like turned on a thing that um i don't know some of the things that we've been speaking about like like the the facial stuff or the feel or all this kind of stuff it's like i knew other people had some tool they were using and relating to each other with that was like this awareness of something and i would try to make it like funny for myself that i like been a part of that or something or i didn't know how to didn't know what was going on or i was i would just think oh it's it's probably stupid or superficial or something like that but still it was like this whole i don't know if i'm answering your question but uh you know to emica's point about how good these last few years have been and stuff with the connection it's been like i mean it's been really good and really painful at the same time because there's a lot of dealing with like I like you know you were mentioning being in a cave like I've been in a cave even though I've like traveled around the world and stuff I've been in a cave and like I was like with people but I was like actually by myself yeah and a lot of the like people I was closest with uh, or at least spending the most time with prior to 2020 I like barely even speak to anymore if I speak to them at all you know like there's like three people I'm thinking about that like just because there was like it was nothing you know, mm-hmm. it was like there was no substance. And so it's been even to like today I'm going through a thing where I'm like reconciling the lack of substance my life has had. You know what I mean? I mean, I think at some point I know these have been a series of roasts, but I, I do think there is a, like a version of what's the flavor of heartbreak for each of these mm-hmm. stackings sure. as they wake up to what part of their humanity they've been missing, mm-hmm. because I think each has a different flavor. And I think also what does it feel like in the body to come back to that part of yourself? I think that there's a, there's a different sensation to each of those um, blind spots being mm-hmm. aroused. 
Um, and I think, I think that's really interesting. Well said, just like, uh, like in a non-romantic context, there is like a play kind of energy. Like, I mean, the way that we all like just make fun of each other, you know, and, and just kind of like, like we'll make like little jokes about each other. Ba- like the like, like the thing about when I learned Debu was Jewish. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like that was like Shocking. so funny. It was like, you know, it was so funny, and it was just like that was like I could just keep repeating that, and that itself was just the joke Hilarious. itself. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it's like you know, or like I don't know. Uh, I mean, Emika's thing about like, oh, homewrecker, I don't like that term. <laughs> you know, just be like, shut right. the fuck up. Right. You know, like, <laughs> no, like those kind of personal things, like, right, right, yeah. Uh, that's like a, that's like, a, like I've been, I've, 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 jokes and stuff has always been an important thing for me and whatever. But like, it kind of feels like, uh, I, I, like in college, I hung out with these guys that were like really funny, and we'd all make make jokes. They were two social types. And they like had like a strong bond and they would sort of always loop me in, but it was like, didn't feel like it was mutual reciprocal. It always felt like I was like in my own little box, sort of like, uh, like telling jokes from inside an R2D2 container. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) (laughs) like, like launching one out of some silo somewhere. And yeah, yeah, it was like opening those doors has been like, Oh, that's what that person was trying to do when they talked to me. Oh, that was what was going on. Oh, like that's how they felt. Oh, that's why they got their feelings hurt. Oh, like you know, uh these same guys I mentioned like I when I moved out of Olympia, I guess I didn't give them enough goodbye or something because mm. I cared about them but I didn't feel like I was in their thing and I guess like especially one of them got their feeling he got feelings really hurt. Mm. And I just like didn't know you know and there's other people too that have like fallen away and have been like oh maybe that maybe that was happening or you know i just didn't read what was going on yeah Yeah, it's it's like you guys have i mean i've been working with you guys for i don't know when we even started any grammar 2017 2017 yeah and you guys have changed a lot. Like, and I mean, I think I have too, but that's a cool thing about the Enneagram is that like doors are, and it's and not just from me, but like from everybody. But like, if the three of us were like, okay, we like have to run a business. Like now we're not just like talking on the phone. We have to do this. It's like, we all had to like figure out, okay, what wisdom does that other person have that I actually don't have? Mm-hmm. And, and what wisdom do I have that they don't have that I can be like, okay, I need to assert this. Um, but you guys have like learned <clears throat> a lot about, yeah, like context and how to talk to people. I mean, you know, you're still you. Like when I was like, guys, we should have backdrops for DAA and you fucking showed up with this shit. Yeah. Like, when you have some poltergeist looking bullshit behind you. I don't know. I was I was thinking it would be some like nice color, just like something clean to make us this look is more professional. You, no, you, you poltergeist. What the can you do you have it? Like you what? can't see it on DAA, but it's like a face pushing through a cloth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like a nightmare. <laughs> I was like, that's what you, you know, and he did it. But you were just like, yeah, I bought a couple things from Amazon. And then I saw it. I was like, this is what you bought? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but besides oh that, there, there's still, you know, like, imp- but then I also had to recognize too, where I'm like, okay, I have all this, this social stuff and this image stuff and this like six fix stuff and whatever and all this. And it's like, okay, there is like a wisdom in listening to them as well and being like oh fuck it do the do the fucking poltergeist 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. Yeah, John, when we first got together, um, how do I say? John would just like get up and dance wherever, like wherever, <laughs> in the line at a grocery store, in the middle of a bar when there was, you know, bars can be kind of appropriate, but like not appropriate ones. It's upsetting. Um, yeah, <laughs> but and I'm it like, really good. took me a minute to get Bye. used to it. It took me a minute to be like, John, everyone's looking at you. <laughs> but there is a kind of like, um, there's a benefit to that. You know, like I benefit a lot from that of like remembering, oh, I can just like shut my social, yeah. I can, I can go social blind myself and just not yeah. care because like, I'm not in a space where I'm trying to co-regulate with anybody right mm. now. I'm not in a space where I'm trying right. to necessarily play. I'm just dancing. So, Emika, I, I think you smile more. Oh, big time. That's so true. <laughs> you mean that like now true. versus Cre- before? Creamy eight. <laughs> like I smile more Creamy now eight. than before? Like show what yeah. you're yes. feeling on your yeah. face. Oh, okay, like I'd okay. make a joke and you'd be like. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just nothing. Just nothing. I'd be like, I, he hates me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Creamy nines have nothing on creamy eight. After a Zoom for when Emika is like, oh yeah, I <laughs> know uh, he's at full two, two yeah, nine can't compete two. two. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hmm, that's cool. That I smile more it means happy I'm happy. Eight. Sunny eight. <laughs> David, you clear your throat more. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to get to the communication part. You know, I'm pre- yeah. still preparing. Yeah, it's like you, you know. being like, oh, I have to speak. Let me get ready. Let me get ready. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. He's making himself known. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. But I, you know, I think the videos were good because I didn't realize, like, usually when we do pods, like, I feel socially drained after. But I started to realize that seeing people's faces that was actually giving me energy and that, that mm-hmm. I was starting to feel into that. Imagine. Oh, wow. Like, it's not just enough <laughs> no. to talk to people, but actually there's something going on when I see these, people's faces. Like, after <laughs> after several decades, we've these, learned yeah, a thing. These revelations <laughs> that you guys have sometimes, like, like, sometimes you guys will sit me down and be like, so like I I just realized that like people like like when we say something in the group like people see it and they're and they're like ta- they're like taking it I can't think of a good example yeah. but like I'll no just the be like, the uh-huh. what was the social what was the uh, parasocial parasocial oh yeah, yeah. you were like this, duh. oh my god yeah, yeah. Was like, have you ever yeah. like duh. watched TV been outside yeah. seen anything happen have ever you, in have the you world been under a rock yeah. you like. Put it in this little five fix box. You like had like a name for it. I was like, uh huh. Yeah, man, I remember that time too. Especially Emika was like all just like inflamed about like, oh my god, do you guys know what parasocial is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like, dude. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a revelation. Yeah. There was but even then, one yeah, day- there is <laughs> there is that added five fix thing where it's just like yeah. this has been out in the field since the dawn of time, but five fix just learned it, and so it's <laughs> just been invented. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Profound insight. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're you're a philosopher. <laughs> There'd be like moments where I'd be like, oh wow, I just like I hung out with OD the other day and I slept better. Like, what does that yeah. mean? Like, social makes me feel. better better what mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah or like i think that like when i'm making friends with somebody they should take an interest in me <laughs> yeah, <I guess. laughs> you said that i, I did like, uh-huh. <laughs> what else Wait, that's a re- taking an interest in is that a real <laughs> quote well it, it was more specifically that they i was talking about like there's these the social backdrop or attachment <laughs> you know like stuff like that i don't feature about myself like where i'm from and yeah uh, that that 
Oh you know, yeah. If, if someone literally was, just you, you, yeah, like the background <laughs> of me seems so boring. It seems boring, <laughs> but if somebody was really interested, they they would should actually care about like uh, where I'm from and and yeah. the fact that I'm not, you know, that stuff just seems like nothing. Like right. it is okay. It is boring, but it's also like in you you can't remove it from who you are yeah. like david so being speak. jewish right yeah <laughs> and and it made me sad to realize like how many of so many people that i are romantic interests or that didn't care about that stuff i was like mm. wow that's weird but that's kind of my point around like it's not just the roasting part of the reason it seems boring to you is because it's not like us social doms do it right mm-hmm most of the time like we are mm -hmm. talking about it in mm -hmm. a flat way in a superficial way where it's about mm -hmm. categories as opposed to oh actually this is something that's different about you compared to most people i know tell mm -hmm. me about it yeah mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. there's this assumption that it is flat and boring because of the way social doms are doing it but mm -hmm. actually sure. if it could be done the right way where it's it's super mm -hmm. fucking interesting it is yeah mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. something yeah. that could be kind of interesting to go into is like or to maybe like just like reify as a concept or as a differentiation is the actual differentiation between sexual and social because they both have a sort of interplay with each other. But this is my bias. I would say what, and this is real bias that I already know John doesn't agree with. But I would say one is personal and one isn't. I I kind of agree with that. I mean, it's different dimensions of what personal different kinds. is. Yeah, you mm -hmm. know, it's a definition like, of personal, I guess. Yeah, you know, one is like personal about like. What is this? David's Jewish. <laughs> yeah, like like That's yeah, personal. like you're you're moving, I don't know, you're the way things blend in your subjectivity versus yeah. like mm -hmm. like when you walk around with your hair big and poofy, you know, and there's like a certain <laughs> way you walk, you know, and it's like Right, and like an affectedness. Yeah, there's a way it affects me, you know. That's mm -hmm. like that's more sexual. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, like the enter like a signature uh it, it feels like what I can hyper focus on with somebody is is like the um, the sizzle of their existence. That's what it, that's what yeah, sexual feels okay. like. Yeah. And there's there's it, it does feel hyper personal in the sense that there is this very specific flavor here, but at the same time it doesn't factor in the the you know the contextual framework. It's unidimensional. Yeah. Yes, mm. but it, it does feel like you know when I think of every single one of my exes, it feels like each one represents some specific flavor or energetic signature that is very specific to them and so in a sense it's personal but it's not if that to makes me, sense to me it's mm -hmm. like each person is potentially a specific drug that's interesting to me <clears throat> and some people have less of that feeling about them and so i'm not going to go out to them you know mm -hmm. and, and so self the self-preservation too makes it territorial like this mm -hmm. is my yeah. thing True. And that's why, yeah. like, sexual can look different when it doesn't have self-pres, because yeah. mm -hmm. it's not the whole, like, this is mine, this is my source, this is my resource, that right. kind of thing. It's uh, everywhere. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know anything about being territorial. <laughs> <laughs> right. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I, like, why I wanted to ask about what it feels like in the body to have a blind spot in each of these places, because from my perspective... As a social, there's a lot that I'm reading in the field, and there's a distinctive vibe to the sexual. It feels really different, but it's still in the field. And then mm -hmm. I have this, like, do I go down that way? Do I open that door or not? And 
sometimes I do and sometimes I don't, but I'm still, I'm sure there's a lot of times that I'm not picking it up, but it feels like because the antenna are out, I'm still sensing it. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious about for social blinds, like what antenna, like, is the antenna like this just feels boring? I register it, but it feels lame. Or, and also on self press, like if it's if the antenna are not inward, self press blind. If the antenna are not inward at all, how do you register that it's missing? Hmm. I I would say for me, one thing I was going to say earlier is that I'm starting to become more aware that I'm missing these cues. And so it's, it seems like social, there's a, this field and there's all these subtle bids for connection that it feels yeah. like to me. And I'm always regist- registering them after the moment has passed. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll recognize that, oh, they were trying to connect there and I missed that. And it, it never feels like I can register it in time to actually respond to it. So it's, mm-hmm. it's like I'm aware of some of these cues, but it just it's not happening in the moment fast enough that it feels like something I'm recalling and I have to remember, oh yeah, that, that, whereas maybe before I wasn't even be able to do that. Now I'm able to see, yeah, I missed that or, um, oh, that, that's a cue that I misread or, you know, something like that. Hmm. That's kind of cool. I'm probably missing a whole lot more, but it feels like I'm catching more of it now. Joseph, do you want to speak to the self press blind like that? How do you register it? Yeah, that's a good question. I was thinking about it. Um, it does register to me as lame and boring. Uh, it's Okay, so as we're having these conversations, it's interesting because I guess, yeah, I'm the only one here that's uh, self-press blind, right? Um, I don't always know almost what the difference is. It, this group is, uh, like, being with you guys taught me what the difference between social and sexual is because I can't always parse out. Mm. It just feels to me that, like, when people are around and it's hooking me in some way i'm like head to toe just throwing myself into the fire the air whatever letting it completely take me and self-pres is the piece that um starts to nag at you when you're like burning and you're like i have to Mm -hmm. step out and i'm i'm starting to get too hot it's a but i like don't want to leave because i don't do you know that how how do i give like a stupid kind of metaphor here um if you go into like a hot tub or a sauna and you get in and you're like, oh fuck, this like it feels so good, and you're like, I'm I'm overheating, but like I gotta stay in here because it feels good, but I'm like starting to burn, and then you get out and you're like, oh, it's like cold, and I'm I'm out of this water. What the fuck am I doing out here? It's boring. You just like want to go back in, but your body is like damaged from, mm. like that's sort of what it feels like to me, and it feels like I have to do it, but it's such a buzzkill. It's like you're sobering up. And you're mm-hmm. sick, but you're like, I felt so good when I was drunk mm-hmm. or high or whatever it is. And you're just like, but I kind of have, I have to sober up. I have to like drink as water and eat soup or whatever. It's, it's just this like <laughs> nagging, boring. And what, what happens to me in a world full of self-pres is that people sober up way too early. It's like, we barely even got to that drunk place. I'm ready to throw myself mm-hmm. in here. And you're just kind of like, yeah, putting that like boring 
you know, and, and the metaphor I always use for self-pressed blindness, like I call social sexual, I mean, I, this is for maybe my stacking only, but I call them like teenagers because it's like, oh, fuck, like mom is home, like sleep hard. The sleepover is like over, like we have to like pretend we're in bed, but like all this fun stuff happens at night. It's like, what are we going to do? Are we going to have sex? Are we going to sneak alcohol? Are we gonna, it's that like just high of like, can we throw ourselves into this social sexual engagement? But then there's that thing where you're, you're like, I might actually be tired of this. And I don't like that my body is stopping me from doing this. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, that was long. No, it was, um, that was good. That was really, really illuminating. Yeah. 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 Um, I do want to talk about what's great about being social blind just for a minute. I know we've touched on it a little bit, but Everything. we have to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, I've made this joke from the beginning because um, going into thinking about how we were going to approach the social blind roast, there was already the, um, I already had the impression that this was going to be difficult to do because of reasons I've already illuminated. Like I was just like, they don't care about social enough to know why they should be offended by these things yeah y'all have just been um, flirting with us this whole time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> making it go and down I, easier for you yeah and i was like joking with john about it i was like i don't think this is gonna work i don't think you guys are like roasted you're not gonna register it because the social blindness the social yeah. sphere is where you register it to begin with <laughs> and john made a joke back and he was like yeah i'm just gonna think you want to fuck me <laughs> <laughs> so we can talk about like what's great about social blindness but <laughs> I don't think they need any help knowing that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm not going to... This is defensive because yeah. of all the socials. Yeah. True. Yeah, yeah, sorry, it's not ahead. even yeah. a roast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say what's great, not for them, but for those of us who are sexual blind, or those of us who are social first, and what's hard about that, and all the fucking energy that gets spent monitoring. Um, True. And yeah. you realize how it, you're exhausting yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's super refreshing to see, actually, you don't have to, you're, you're choosing to do this, actually. Mm-hmm. Totally. You don't have to. That's right. Uh, and so that to me is like one of the things that's great about being around a social blind is reminding you of your own agency and how social you are choosing to let yourself be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There is like an individualism that comes with social mm-hmm. blind regardless of how extroverted or how social, not in an instinctual sense, but like how like, you know, social butterfly they are, there still is like a, like I'm looking out for me first. <laughs> that is, that is a good reminder of like, oh yeah, I don't have to, um, I don't have to keep an antenna out on all of this stuff. They can fucking take care of themselves. I can just like dance in a bar and look like an idiot and have fun doing it because I'm not going to waste my energy thinking about that. It is a, uh, I love social blinds. I actually do. I don't say I love anything often, but I do. I have, I, I, it's, it's not something that I look for, but I have so many social blinds in my life. And it is this, um, like what I was saying about, I brought those, those, uh, Elisa stories up earlier because it was like an early time in my life where I was like, this is exactly what I need in a friend. Mm -hmm. It was just like somebody, because I'm very, I don't like larger, like this is, I'm social sexual, but I'm like a withdrawn type and I don't like, I don't want to have lots of friends, but it's like, this is somebody who is actually just like literally sitting here and with me for, they, they don't have an ulterior motive. They're not talking shit behind my back. Like socials do that. You know what I mean? Cause we're, we're, we're fake in our way. We have to be sometimes, but 
Social blind's not really doing that. If they're with you, and I learned that when I was saying, you know, joking, oh, I don't know if they like me. I just learned really quickly that I was like, oh, like they wouldn't even be here. This like yeah. wouldn't even be like right. this. My, the attention would not be. But then I also learned that I'm like, when I'm not entertaining them, they also just don't pay attention to me. And I'm just like, <laughs> had to be like, they just don't. Yeah. And that's fine too. Like, that's okay. Because it's like, I don't have to play this that's game how you're a right dog now. Us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just like, oh, like I, I made a joke. They didn't like it. They didn't respond to it. Why should they? Why should we do the like <laughs> that? We all like socials will just do, you know what I mean? It's like this is this is exactly who they are, and and you know one more point just to say like what I like about social blinds is they're honestly like to to me so entertaining for reasons that you're just That's like true. what the hell yeah. are you doing? Like are you serious with this shit? Yeah. You're, and you're so embarrassed, yeah. but like there. I love that. I'm just like ooh, like I'm I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> But we're not embarrassed. No, yeah, that's totally true. Peak comedy watching social lines. Yeah. Well, it almost like comes around and comes out the other side of social, right? Because so many socials yeah, are doing exactly. social bad that actually then when someone is so provocative because they just don't give a shit, it actually does sometimes do the social thing properly, exactly. even though yeah, that's not what yes. they meant at all. <laughs> God, that's so true. Yeah, that's so one charming. thing. That's one thing I've taken. Uh, there was a point where I was like, oh, man, like, uh, what a handicap. And then I realized there is kind of an inverse thing that happens where mm-hmm. if you kind of um, go all in into your own yeah. perspective, that it's so singular and, a pers- and personal that it, there's a purity of it that can connect with people at large. And so that people can almost kind of connect to the individuality of, oh, that person's really just being them. And um, there's something more, hu- uh, I don't want to say more human, but there is something human about that, of just unvarnished to you that people can connect with. I mean, it's in like the a animal, social ideal. In yeah, a way. I mean, in the animal world, what disrupts social hierarchy is sexual energy, right? Mm-hmm. Is the is the the male that comes in and says, I'm not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and that's actually there is a need for that in a social setting that like where everything gets upset and reconfigured mm-hmm. and new and fresh. Um that social blind can do really well actually. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh you saying that we saved the Enneagram. No, you guys aren't. No you guys are not also saying. starting. I don't think you're this. starting wars. Are you Welcome, starting wars? everybody listening. Yeah. Everybody, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Big hormone Enneagram. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I just, curious. Like, just went I don't, right I don't into that you... one, didn't I? Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. But I, I don't want to give you any more compliments, but yeah. it, I don't think, I mean, it, it was something I had to learn too, where I had my own ideas, and so did you guys. And it taught, but this is also, again, yeah, sort of my six fix versus your hex head head fixes but i was just like oh we could just really just do our own thing like we don't have to worry at all about the Mm -hmm. context Mm -hmm. of the enneagram institute or the stupid like whatever the teachers yeah yeah, Yeah. where it was like it's not that i wanted to be a part of it but i was just like oh you're really just like taking scissors and snipping that right our own world (laughs) and and creating your own world but you know and then of course i think maybe i brought some context into it it's like okay if you're really in your own world then you're not going to have any audience in your world like you need to so it's uh but it was freeing for me to realize that where i was like i really should just do my own thing yeah and just to be free to we can be as weird as we are and 
you know, look at what the group has become and that our audience is more of a reflection of us. Like we got kicked out from all these groups because, you know, we're too weird or provocative or whatever else. But now, yeah, we piss people off. But look at the group now. It took maybe like three or four years. But people who are similar and don't find us uh, deplorable. (laughs) <laughs> are here are no, it's because you guys have grown in your social that's that why. is true too that's yeah true. yeah you it's like a it's it's like getting something from both because honestly like our group's amazing like the discord's amazing like i'm flip through comments sometimes and it's like small but i'm just like hey these people are really smart and they have amazing things to add and they're like learning and it's it is that sense of like we're really doing the exact thing that we want to do, but with some social context so right. that we can bring mm-hmm. people in and they can find us, you know, mm-hmm. locate yeah. us. Yeah. So I have a question for the social blinds, actually. All right. I want to know what you guys don't like about social blinds. Because mm. I know, they, I, I know got, you yeah. have stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I've never dated a self-pressed sexual, but I have dated a sexual self-press. And it was, a, I think it was shortly after I met John. And I was, I, I made up my mind that I wanted uh, to, he was the first sexual self-pressed that I'd met. And I was like, oh, that's what, that's what that energy is. And so I was attracted to the idea. And shortly after that, that happened. And it's sort of like, got me to see myself in a new way and what ended up happening that I didn't like I mean first of all it was intoxicating because it's this it becomes this self-contained uh thing that feeds on itself but it eventually fed felt like there wasn't enough air to breathe and it felt like if this didn't go right or perfect it would just burn out which is exactly what what happened and it's it's it felt like a it's a sensation all the seconds feel like sensations to me and and in a weird way sexual self-pres felt intoxicating but also there's no way this is gonna last that that's mm. that's what it felt like sexual self-pres on sexual self-pred it just felt like man i see what's intoxicating about this but this has no there's no context to keep to give this relationship a foundation to grow I, it made me realize that there's no way that I can, it's probably extremely unlikely that I would be in a relationship with the social blind because I desperately need to be with someone who is doing this thing that I'm not doing. We can't just ride on, on sexual heat. That's not what a relationship is long-term. Yeah, I'd say that with social blinds, I have the feeling of it, uh, you know, you never really know where you're at with them. And so you'll kind of like, like you might like, you can like throw something out, like a comment or something like that. And they might respond. And then it's like flat and reptilian again. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. they might laugh. They might whatever react. They might push something forward. But you're never like, are we? are we connected you know like is, yeah, is, yeah. is, is this like uh is this like just like fun we're having or are we connected yeah and right. uh yeah so then you know and then like uh you know you see them after a time or something and it's a little bit like <laughs> yeah was this was this ever like a thing for you uh-huh. <laughs> you know it kind of was a thing for me but maybe it wasn't you know like and that's that's like uh so you know it's yeah. like a perpetual hookup it feels like 
like every single time you kind of have to see see right. do we actually have a bond we like hooking up with each other but do you like like mm -hmm. me <laughs> and i mean even like is this is this yeah. actually mean you know is this actually bad you know like i yeah. can't even tell that you know so i can tell there's sometimes like an energy moves and that energy movement can seem like something's happening but i can't tell if it's even good bad lasting real fake whatever <clears throat> hmm. Well, let's see. Where do I begin? Uh, I've dated a, several uh, women that are my stacking, and oh god, yeah, it's um, <laughs> it, it turns into yeah, just very cave dweller, um, stagnant. Eventually, you know, it's mm -hmm. it starts with uh, sexually being exciting and all of that stuff, but then it turns into sort of a routine of just like food and sex and hermitizing and <laughs> and they're and sort of forgetting about the wide open world and all the possibilities of other things we could be doing and so it kind of ends up shutting down and we and we end up you know grumbling at each other and fighting and it and then sometimes that's feeding the sexual thing again and so then you go back into that but it's like you're not really tending to the relationship and some some of them don't know anything about me for example that that i dated for a couple of years mm. wow mm -hmm. yeah it's a dark picture you're painting here yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know something that comes up around that for whatever reason you said wide open world i feel like the the a lot of it's not just okay let's see there is the wide open world as in like leave the house and like go and explore right. things and do stuff but there is also the wide open world that is the other person right yeah, yeah that is yeah. not just like how yeah. you can knock up against each other it's like what mm -hmm. else is there to explore about this other person especially yeah. because they're constantly thinking new things feeling new things developing da 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 it's it's a constant yeah. exploration and i think social um has a natural understanding of that where I think social blind can kind of be, um, yeah. kind of not be aware it's of that. It's again sometimes. the drop in the ball, the ball thing, right? There could mm -hmm. be yeah. so much interaction that could be happening here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just the ball just keeps dropping. You kind of mm -hmm. don't know how to mm -hmm. keep it going. Speaking of dropping the ball, I want to pop the one that's happening right now because it's like 10 here. <laughs> Are we done? Or. Yeah, we're pretty much wrapping up. Like exactly another 40 minutes done. of audio <laughs> adjustments. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had like an hour and a half, so that's probably enough for an episode. Unless you guys have any more. Roasts. I scheduled this for three hours, so <laughs> <laughs> hoping that they would have plenty of. Yeah, we want to end this, but David wants to keep going. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to go back into the cave or anything. I want to keep the ball. I mean, I think I mean, the best example well, is always just going to be guys go watch the idol, watch the weekend be just the cringiest self. Not self. Yeah. What's he? Uh, yeah, self prosexual. Yeah. I, I guess one like one final self-roast is just being such horrible judges of people yeah. and how many times <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's, it's one of the most upsetting things about being social blind, like the last zone before this one. It's an um, impediment. Yeah, I, I was really upset about that. And I, mm -hmm. I've done a lot of, um, yeah, I've done a lot of soul searching on it, on like what is the root of this, and I think for me it just comes down to you can't see 
any aspect of somebody that you haven't seen in yourself. And so I'm not mm-hmm. going to be able to be like, I, it's an element of I'm objectifying myself. And so I'm just objectifying people and I'm not really getting to see these people for who mm-hmm. they are fully. And it's not like I can't, it's like, if I actually take the time, it's not hard, but I'm yep. just, you know, painting by broad strokes and like, Oh, this person would be cool for this. Um, and so it's a conscious thing that I have to do, but it, it just made me realize, man, how much this has cost me, how many horrible relationships, how many horrible experiences, how much disrespect and how many like up deplorable people that I've allowed myself to be, to have access to our <laughs> They're group. all listening. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't care that like, we're offended. If you're wondering if it's you, it's you. <laughs> uh, I've gotten better. I'm just realizing how much this has cost me, and that's the biggest thing that I hate about being social blind. Is like, holy shit, hor- what a horrible judge of humans I am. And well, you know, you know when when Sammy listens to this, you know, she'll know. <laughs> oh Toxic Sammy. About her. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's partially. I I don't want to extend this because I'm I'm over it. But to, to, on your point, just just to say, it's one thing that I noticed with, with social blinds, and it's it's pointing to what you're saying is that you don't know that there are different layers and types of social connections and friendships. Right. So mm-hmm. you just give all of the yeah. stuff to whoever. Like you'll be like, oh, yes. this thing happened at the zone. I'm like, oh, you just like invited everybody, and, <laughs> yeah. and you gave them all the same. Like right. you, you have, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, it's cool because it's like, oh, social blind puts you on level playing field. But I'm like, you are not on level playing field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is a hierarchy, and there are like hierarchies of closeness, hierarchies of power, and that's what trips social blinds up the most. I think that's like a real impediment. Where you're just like, this is like, it's cool sometimes. You're like, oh, they didn't care about that person in power. Hierarchies like, also of like self awareness, like yes. judging where yes. people are at. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, you're that personal thing you shouldn't have shared that with this person and it's just mm-hmm. like why you know it's like it should be clear to you who gets that that part of you yeah yeah and that's yeah. what you develop those social connections and they deepen and then you can share all of that stuff with More that, access, that, yeah. that those special people yeah right access, yeah. yeah yeah it's realizing that i have this there's this you know huge handicap with being able to do this in real time so i actually have to yeah. force myself right. to put attention towards somebody and go through you know what about this what about this uh, and something like the zone planning for the zone is when you get an opportunity to do that. But in my, you know, regular everyday life, this is not, that's just, this is not happening in real time. And so it's like, oh, this is how much weight I have to carry to make this thing happen. That's really important. Yeah, for me, there's something about missing love. Yeah. I mean, love is the social domain when uh, caring yeah. for a person right. and affection and all. And so I don't know how to roast that. <clears throat> uh, but to self roast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's a good place to end. You guys are loveless. Anyway. Loveless. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, give it to the tomorrow. social four. He'll, he'll, he'll shoot. <laughs> I like this. This is good. It's like a nice, somber, yeah. like minor chord to end this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And on a bad note. That's that's good. That's the great ending. <laughs> All right. That was a good roast. I appreciate that. You guys came yeah. through. Thank you, guests. Yeah. Dear guests. <laughs> yeah, that was good. See, I feel all I, the social filigree I need to say right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you I feel see. adequately roasted. I feel like. Uh, yeah. You know. Now you have to tell us you love us all. Oh, oh man. 
See, you can we, do it. We might have done that, but now when you said it, it's like, oh, man. <laughs> that framing really does not. Yeah, we're not going to do that. Aesthetically, that framing just did not work with my whole deal. <laughs> All right. We'll work on that. We'll work on it. <laughs> okay, guys. I'm exhausted. Right, I'm going to cool. go. Um, Alexander, you're good for tomorrow? Yes. Okay. I will see you then. Thanks, guys. All right, y'all. Okay, Thanks right, so night, you, the two of you that I just met. Right now. <laughs> 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 All right. Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>